all you poopers and scoopers. It's the Chumps and Champs Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, I am Danny. I'm here with Matt, as always. So Matt, no, how are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good, but with no context at all. Like We're not giving listeners context. Are you a pooper or are you a scooper, Danny? I'm always a pooper, baby. Oh, you know, <laughs> I think yeah. I think I would be a pooper too. <laughs> yeah, uh, just the evidence shows historically. Yes, uh, Matt and I are here holding down the fort. Scott has some work bullshit he's got to take care of. Obligations. The man's keeping him down, Matt. Yeah, hate the man. <laughs> That'll never happen to us. As we miss here and there, what are you gonna do? You have you have a fancy drink. I have, you know what? I consider my pumpkin beers to be fancy drinks, but yes. not like yours. At the halftime of this show, I got to get a Manhattan, don't I? It, yes, you should. I'm I'm currently uh, most of the way through a Negroni. Negroni. I couldn't think of the word. I couldn't. <laughs> I, I was about to say you got one of your uh, Carpaccios, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, it took you long enough to prep for the show. I'm gonna have to get a new drink here shortly, dude. I know. So, this is um, we're doing this during Thursday night football. Our show last week we recorded during Monday night football, so it's been like 10 days since we've been down here. Uh, yeah, and I was throwing stuff together. Matt and I were talking before the show about trades and just analysis and what we would do and stuff. And it's like, you know, we could just save this for. <laughs> the recording but no, i gotta pay for the premium content day <laughs> we have we have chumps premium Fuck, i didn't even know <laughs> I didn't even know just it get a message us actually just call us directly we'll talk to you for a while for money yeah. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> awesome yes <laughs> let's do that uh week four is... rates i don't know let's see where this goes <laughs> how much you got <laughs> if you don't know you can't afford it <laughs> week Week three is behind us. Week four is happening right now. The Thursday night football game between the Lions and Packers is underway. Matt's uh, sporting his Lions hats, and they are currently crushing. I say that as the Packers just scored, and they're making Matt a little nervous. A little nervous. Yeah, what are you going to do? But we've got a good show. Um, you know what? There's always a possibility Scott just pops on here out of nowhere. Doubt it, but what are you going to do? Oh, um, hey, guys. Oh, hi, frozen <laughs> custard. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's go over week three before we blast off into week four. Let's talk week three. Now, you can't talk week three without talking about the Miami Dolphins laying down a 70 burger on the Denver Broncos mat. Uh, that got violent <laughs> pretty quick. Did you see any of that game? I did, but I was also... Sunday ticketing again. So mm-hmm. I was watching a lot of games. I didn't even understand the seriousness of it until after th- like the game ended and I saw the score. I saw the stats. And I was like, holy crap, Dolphins. I At a certain point, they were, I don't think they were trying to do that to them. I think I really did think that Mike McDaniel's like, all right, we're going to, we're going to just going to run it here. Oh, and <laughs> there you go. It's like, okay, okay. Now really this time we're going to run <laughs> But how that went for me was like my son had a soccer game at like 2.30. So I saw the first Moster touchdown. I had Moster playing. I was really rooting for him. Saw the second one. I'm like, okay, cool. And then 
as we were walking out the door, I was like, oh, that's a he had three touchdowns. That's cool. And then I saw I'm like my phone was like passing touchdown to most. I'm like, what's happening right mm-hmm. now? This must be a mistake. This has to be a mistake. And then I saw the, the score. So I was also Sunday ticketing. So I caught pieces. Yeah. Holy God. Sunday ticket is just a an amazing like evil because you are so concentrated on at least four games at a time that you're not really comprehensive, at least on red zone. Like you, it's one at a time, but it's flipping through them all on Sunday ticket. You're, you're just jaw drop drooling, looking at four games at the same time and not really comprehending anything, but loving every minute. of It's, it's wonderful. And they do allow that whole like three games and red zone, which is yes. like, okay, that's okay. I feel like red zone is just a little bit behind my phone. So I'll have to turn my phone notifications off, but they're not ahead of the live streams. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, I, 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 you know what I mean? My phone's going to tell me if blah, blah, blah happens. And it, yeah, I don't like that on the Sunday ticket. It's all of a sudden I'm watching the game that I want to watch on the yeah. red zone. And, and yeah. 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 So what I do is I got the four box with just games going on Sunday ticket and then a separate screen, either red my zone. tablet or another TV with red yeah. zone on. And usually that actually syncs up fat or the right slightly below. Behind. What I like, what I like to do if I'm really, really uncomfortable about my fantasy day and I'm really on edge and I don't want to talk to anybody. Nobody wants to talk to me because I'm irritable. I like on Yahoo's stat tracker. I like to pull that up on my computer because I have all the games and like where teams are and stuff and when they score touchdowns and I can just live and die by what I'm reading over there. If I really can't handle seeing my opponent score another <laughs> touchdown, I can't handle it because then I can just shut the computer and then just go walk away at that point. If you if you really want to just invest way too much into fantasy football, which I tend to do on accident. But yeah, I'm, I'm never a stat tracker guy. I want to be watching it live. <laughs> you want <laughs> I w- Don't I w- score, <laughs> motherfucker! I want to be hurt live yeah. on TV. You know, I need it. I need it. Anyway, what are we talking about? Dolphins. Uh, Devon Achan. It's not Achan. He said that his name is pronounced Achan, which good for him for telling people after he did that <laughs> that performance. Like <laughs> he just waited. He's like, I'm gonna wait until a monster performance. I think he's one. I think he's one of those guys. He's like, no, it's fine. They can call me. They can call me. And then he did that, and, and he just hears people mispronounce his name. So he's like, yeah. Also, um, that's not how you say it. <laughs> it's like, why did, did anybody why just say just, like? Then why do you put the e at the end? <laughs> yeah, right. Do you know how the how how the English language works? But Devon Achan, eighteen for two hundred three and two, and then he caught four catches for thirty yards and two touchdowns in the air. So four total touchdowns. Mostert. 13 for 82 and three on the ground. And then he added seven for 60 and one in the air. So those two things happened. That's crazy. Those two guys got eight touchdowns. So Tyreek Hill probably didn't have a very good game, right, Matt? Wrong. (laughs) Nine for 157 and one. So obviously this is the first time anyone scored 70 points since what? Like 1970 or something like that. 1960. It's been a long time. So this isn't probably not going to happen again, but. The Dolphins, are they like power rankings? They got to be number one, right? I don't know about number one. They're a great squad. And I like rooting for the Dolphins. One off things happen. Um, Teams will adjust and teams always do. And they're not going to win by, they're not going to put 70 points on the board every week. 
Mm-hmm. They're not the greatest show on turf. Come on. That's the other calling them the greatest show on surf. <laughs> oh my goodness. You kind of like it though, don't you? A little bit. I do kind of like it. <laughs> um, I mean, as long as Tua stays healthy, that's a constant concern that's it. for me there. Um, yeah. This, yeah. this is going to be a tough offense to beat. Now, my son is turning six this month. Everyone knows that all of our fans are millions of fans know that, but we were just driving in the car back from soccer practice today. And he said, are we going to, we, uh, I guess there's a football game happening at the high school. And he said, are we going to watch that football when we get home? And we're like, well, we're going to watch a different football game. And he said, then we get, we're talking, talking. And he's like, who's playing? And I said, no, oh, this team, this team. And he said, I, sw- I swear to God, this is what he said. He said, are the, well, are the T's playing? Because that's, the Titans, our team. So he called, he, he knows them as a teaser. So the T's are not playing because it's their logo. And he said, we just went to Dolphin Island. It's a Dolphin Island, yeah. but yeah, he, we get, he, we get it. He goes, if there was ever a team called the Dolphins, then uh, I want them to win. And I'm like, buddy, you're not going to fucking believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy language. <laughs> no, but, but I was like, there is a team called Dolphins. They're not playing tonight. But if you want to be a Dolphins fan, now's the time. <laughs> this, <laughs> yeah. this is it's, the week. It's been a minute, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I think he was probably triggered because his grandpa has a Dolphins hat. I'm sure he saw that, blah, blah, blah. But he did say those words. So if he says it again, I'm going to be getting my hat or a shirt or something like that. I... I wish Tyreek Hill was a better human being, but I'm a fan. He's a he's a good football player. Oh my god, he's so good. He's so good. But anyway, moving on. Derek Carr sprained his shoulder for the New Orleans Saints. Um, he's probably going to be out another week, and Jameis Winston's going to be there. That's probably good for fantasy because Jamie Jameis Winston just fires a ball everywhere. Mm-hmm. Saints also get Alvin Kamara back for Week Four, so it's going to be a completely different team moving forward. But you were never a big car fan, though, right? I've never believed in car, so I, I'm fine with Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and Kamar coming back, he's I think he's gonna get the rock a lot. I think if if you rostered him for this long, I don't. It seems like a lot of people I'm talking to in my leagues are trying to dish Kamara, or there. I mean, there's people trying to get him too, but I don't understand why you dish him here. Like, I think this is a great spot for him to hop back in the mix and have a great week. Yeah, I think I would trade for him because what's his trade value in a redraft league? Honestly, I think you can get him cheap because people are scared. They held yeah. on to this long. They're like, maybe I get something before he doesn't do anything. Right. But I would be the one trading for him right now. Kendra Miller is the rookie from TCU that's on our team. And he looked good in his first game uh, last week. But Jamal Williams is on IR. Tony Jones is trash. So it's it's Kamara and Miller. And you got to imagine without Jamal Williams being there that they're going to ease Kendra Miller in because he's also coming off of some sort of injury. Kamara's going to get probably a lot of work. So, yeah, I'm with you. I think he's a, a trade for. I actually got to look up who has him in our leagues. So um, Mike Williams, L.A. Chargers, tears his ACL. He's done for a year. How much of a bummer is that, Matt? We're Mike Williams fans yeah. here at Chunks. I like Champs. Mike Williams. I also didn't have any shares of him this year, so I do have a share of Quentin Johnson. I'm going to see how that plays out. Mm-hmm. So good for you, I suppose. Um, but yeah, you can drop him off your teams. Yeah, Quentin Johnson, Josh Palmer are the two obvious beneficiaries outside of Keenan Allen, who is going to be. He's going to get. I'll make an over under bet with you this week. Keenan Allen 
double digit uh receptions. I'm sure you're not gonna take that, but no, I'm not gonna take that. <laughs> I think yeah, I think you're right. Um Gus Edwards, running back for the Ravens, was out with a concussion. I think the last that I saw was that he was clearing. Um I I don't know. I need to know this, okay? I need to know this. Um but yeah, Gus, it's just that whole Ravens backfield is muddy. So keep an eye on him if you're going to need to. That's all the, that's not all the news. I got more news here. How much Taylor Swift is enough Taylor Swift to see on one NFL Sunday map? Coming from someone who doesn't, I don't dislike Taylor Swift. There's no reason to dislike Taylor Swift. But even my wife, your sister, who loves Taylor Swift said, it's a little much <laughs> seeing that much. Yeah. What are your well, thoughts? What annoys me is how much people are talking about it. So we don't have to talk about it, but it's like, yeah, I, I get it. Like, I mean, is the NFL not going to show Taylor Swift at their you game? You got to, you'd be an idiot yeah. if you didn't. Yeah. You gotta. Like they got to do what they got to do to make money and be a premier football league, blah, blah, blah. It's, it is what it is, I guess. Mm-hmm. Don't buy into it. If anything, the Swifties just pump more money into the NFL. They certainly pumped enough oh, money into man. this concert series. Holy shit. So few things on the matter. First of all, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, if they had a child, that is the mo- that is going to be that is going to be a very, very good looking kid. Anyway, um I've heard <laughs> people always like to combine celebrity couples' names and they're like, What would be the best one for this one? And it's like trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I've not heard that, but that's wonderful. <laughs> um, did you see though, just from that incident, that Travis Kelsey's uh, Travis Kelsey gained like five hundred thousand uh, followers on Twitter or Instagram, whatever, in twenty four hours, his jersey sales went up four hundred percent. He's now one of the top five jersey sales in the NFL. Like it's legit. There was yeah, NFL's making money on it. Yeah, there's a ton of like I don't understand social media and influencers and stuff, but like big influencers who were explaining the rules of football to Taylor Swift fans. Like this is a good thing for the NFL. It really is. Mm-hmm. Somebody posted. So he posted, you just wait this time next year. One of these Swifties is going <laughs> to learn the rules of football and fix the New York Jets. And they're going to go 17 and 0 next year. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. And I hope it does. That'd be amazing. But I don't know. That's uh, I heard that she's going to be in attendance at the <laughs> what's lost in this entire thing is that the Chicago Bears just got humiliated. <laughs> In front of so many more people than they generally would have been humiliated in front of if Taylor Swift wouldn't have been there. That leads us immediately into our three big takeaways from last week. So, Danny, you just want to <laughs> yeah, take that? I do. Okay. I, I, I Yeah, I, I, I do. Um, one last thing to talk about is the XFL and the USFL officially are merging. Which is kind of neat. Um, I don't. I mean, it only makes sense. It really does. It, it, I don't know the details of how many teams or like any of the the rules or regulations around what they're doing. But it is cool that they'll be in one league for the spring. Um, and I like that the words that were used during the announcement were 
they're going to merge pending consummation of transaction. <laughs> and that only means one thing to me. <laughs> and uh, I think the rock is banging someone from the USFL. They, you, you gotta you got do to, it. Right. Consummate that. It doesn't count. But I don't know if all the teams are going to make it into this. Obviously, the Battle Hawks will because they are the XFL. But Matt, that's a good thing, right? Yeah, I think I I think it can be a good thing if done right. I hope it doesn't. They don't do a poor job of how this merger works and it sinks both leagues or anything like that. I mean, there's always a potential for that. But I think both sides bring enough interest there's talks of like three hub cities or something like that oh they're gonna do the hub city thing again there's there's rumors but the rumors have all said st louis would be one of those which isn't the worst but i i do i'm a big fan of teams playing in their home city. you're not gonna get interest from these cities without the team playing there Mm -hmm. and like agree they're like oh hey st louis had great attendance during the xfl we had great attendance for battle hawks games yeah exactly you know their game here i'm going to battle hawks games i'm not going to anything else just to watch football yeah no i say that now but (laughs) we will be there for whatever crappy game that's there uh we can just stay here and watch three games okay okay (laughs) okay Uh, now hold on (laughs) and we can just get absolutely blackout in the parking lot before okay i'm in you sons of bitches I'm in. All right. But the transition was going to be into our three big takeaways from last week. We'll add a couple of uh, flares because Scott's not here to give his takes, but it was the Chicago Bears. Are the Chicago Bears one of the worst teams in NFL history as of right now, Matt, in your opinion? I I don't think that's the case. This was a, a tough week. Um <laughs> We've had some bottom of the barrel teams in recent seasons. And like to me thus far, I don't think the Bears have looked like, my God, this team shouldn't be on the field. Sure. I may have exaggerated a little bit, but they are really, really bad and they got to figure out their shit. Matt, what is your first big takeaway? My first was just I couldn't believe the Jags couldn't handle the Texans. I, I picked the Jags as my lock of the week and... This just shows they're not there yet, in my opinion. The AFC South is always weird. We get it. The AFC South is shitty. But there's always such weird interaction between the teams in there. The teams that are supposed to win don't win and vice versa. Um, So maybe it's just one of those things. But if you're going to be a team, like a real contending playoff team, you got to beat the Texans. <laughs> now, <laughs> agree, historically, yes, um, in the post-Watson era. But I'll toss out there, C.J. Stroud looks legit, though. Are we seeing the next generation of court, of quality quarterback there? I mean, he's looked pretty good there. Is that part of what happened? I'm not ready to say that yet. I am liking it for... In a couple leagues, I got Nico Collins showing promise, and I got one league where I picked up Tank Dell because I had an empty bench spot before last week. And I was like, you know what? Maybe it keeps happening. Holy crap, I'm glad I did that. That was one of those weird, had to move some guy out of the IR or whatnot, and I had an empty bench space and just threw him in there. What a crazy coincidence for me. Awesome. That's big. That's good. Um, My second takeaway is Derrick Henry 
red alert? Are we sounding the alarms on Derrick Henry? Or do you hold the line? And you can look at it in two ways. I will hold the line, but I will say he doesn't look very good. And uh, Tajay Spears behind him looks like he looks like the best backup behind Derrick Henry that there's been in three years. Would you agree with me on that? I'd agree there's a red alert here, but I don't think it's because of how Henry looks specifically. I don't think he's like, oh, he's too old. He doesn't have any more. This O-line is absolutely so that's, terrible. So let's get into your second big takeaway, which is so My that. second takeaway is Titans O-line is hot garbage, and this ties in. like Derek Henry, when he finds a hole and can hit it and just get straight line speed, he's great. He's not as amazing in the lateral. Get him some straight line speed and he'll stiff arm a cornerback and he will go. Mm -hmm. He needs to have a hole and it doesn't have to be a huge hole, but it has to be something. This O-line just needs to do a little bit of something and it's not happening. If that happened, Derrick Henry, I think is going to be still a fantasy stud. He's a monster, Mm -hmm. but I have a red alert because I don't see this O-line getting any better. Sure. They've been without Skirkonsky, I think the last two weeks. That could help a little bit, but do you see? Speaking of that, Peter Skaronsky, he had an emergency abdomenectomy. Did I just miss this? <laughs> there was this common knowledge. I don't, you know what? I don't even know why he's been out. It's because I read that it was like two, like a month ago. He had an appendectomy. Like that'll do it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> maybe I good? just maybe I'm just not like big on the O line news, but yeah. Anyway, but I mean. Yeah, and my takeaway is their O-line's hot garbage. The rest of the team looks like kind of regular garbage right now. The, yeah. We're Titans fans. It's tough to watch. But, you know, hey, Danny, by the way, another Montgomery touch, touchdown for you. <laughs> that sounds right. That's fine. Um, Speaking of the Lions, my third big takeaway. Now, this was because of last week. I will say, however, that it I, I still think it applies tonight. Sam Laporta is legit to the moon with Sam Laporta. He looks like a quality NFL tight end already. The Lions are you like you're using him really, really well today. We're in the end of the fourth quarter and he's four for 56 on five targets. That might be his worst performance this year. I don't know if it is, but four for 56 is not so bad in this landscape. And he's. Legit. Week one, he had more receptions, less yards. He's been more and more involved. He was very involved in the first half. And this this game, they got a lead. They, it hasn't been comfortable, but they got a lead, and I think they kind of dialed it back a little bit. But in a close game, they are going to him in the air. They are calling plays to go to him. He is- in the red zone, too. They threw yes. the ball in within the 10-yard line, and I think he got tackled on, like, the four or something mm-hmm. like that. It Kind of a little tight end screen pass. Yeah, and- yeah. They're designing plays like a, a tight end screen pass is going to Lapora. That is the only thing that's happening in that play. Mm-hmm. And uh, rookie tight ends don't get play calls like they're given there. I grabbed him in a league and I'm happy I did. Um, he's going to be the the guy tight end wise that you looked out on if you grabbed early in the league this year. And like not even grab. Yeah, because nobody drafted him. So we're going to play a little game here right now with uh Sam Laporta quickly Matt and it's called Sam Laporta or okay rest of the season quickly at the tight end position who would you rather have on a redraft team 
Sam Laporta or Darren Waller? Laporta. I, can I just tell you I agree. guys that I wouldn't say, or I guess maybe three, I wouldn't say this about. In a yeah, was it Kelsey, Andrews, and Hawkinson? Yep. Yep. And I what, mean, Andrews is also like redraft. I'm probably still going Andrews, but he's kind of borderline to me. I still definitely like Kelsey and Hawkinson more. What about Kittle? Laporta? Kittle? I, don't, I think I like Laporta I, go, I think I do too. I think I'm with you. I think he's my tight end for the rest of the year. And you can convince me. You can convince me of number one. No, I mean, maybe not. That's getting a little <laughs> aggressive, but let's not get that far. Yeah. Your third big takeaway. My third, we kind of touched on earlier. I didn't see you had that in the news, but the, the my God dolphins is what my last one was. We don't have to rehash all again, but a 70 burger is a, a feat and going to be a, a tough offense. You mentioned they could be number one in the power rankings. I don't know if they've earned that yet, but would I argue it? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and they're unbelievable. I threw out a couple more just to talk through it. Joe Burrow, he won the game, but what the hell? I mean, is this all calf related or did he maybe just forget how to play? Hey, he's always started slow. Uh, and Late this bloomer. game, they went with a little more balanced approach because Mixon got a little more usage and he always starts slow too. He started slow this year. I like it's always hard to move quarterbacks. I feel like in fantasy, but Mixon is a guy that I'm targeting. He's really fallen off trade value. And mm-hmm. I think he's still going to finish in the mix. Top five could be tough, but he's going to be 10 through six at the end of the season. He's sure. still a very valuable starting running back. Speaking of the valuable running backs, Deandre Swift, what a revelation that guy is this year, huh? He looks After, good too. Do you remember people's temperament after week one they're like my god i can't believe i wasted a pick on swift or it was like thank god i didn't waste a pick on swift yeah it <laughs> thinks it's 180 changed. immediately yeah. yeah yeah um and last one the new york giants i still don't know what this team is but i was looking at them i think that the new york giants are a good team and they have just gotten some bad schedule luck here to be. They played the at the Dallas Cowboys and they got blasted. They played the Cardinals and won. And then they played at San Francisco and got embarrassed again. I think that the Giants are actually a good team. They are just not a great team and they're going to get beat down by the great teams. They're going to win against the bad teams and be nine and eight at the end of the year. But I think the Giants are better than people are giving them credit for. What do you think of that? I think they're more of a seven and ten team. <laughs> That's probably probably right. I don't have their schedule, for, but they have to still have to play the Eagles twice. I know that. <laughs> so there's two losses there, up to four. Do you have the schedule in front of you? No, you're watching the game, aren't you? Yeah, you son of a you son obvious of obvious hole that of course the Packers didn't didn't get called on. Oh, Whatever. God. Here we go. Let's move on. All right, Matt. We're going to play a game before we get into flavor of the week and moving on to week 14. We're kind of in the interim week three is behind us before we get into week four predictions. Let's talk a little bit of what you're going to do from a fantasy perspective on some players. Okay. I heard oh, on... about flavor of the week. No, but before, before, before oh. that, before that. So I heard on a different podcast, this analogy and it's not my, I think it's from the ringer to be completely honest, but I thought it was such a good analogy for post week three, how you feel about players. 
when you know you just got to cut somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Are you listening? You're watching the game. You're listening, aren't I, you? When you when you know you have to cut someone. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And the, the analogy that they gave on that podcast was: if you stub your toe on a table the first time, you're like fucking table. God damn it! But the third or fourth time you stub your toe on a table, you're like, all right, maybe I should move this maybe table. This maybe, table. <laughs> maybe I should move this table to somewhere <laughs> different. And that's the feeling of should I cut these this player if they keep hurting you? So. I got three guys here. You tell me if you're going to hold on to them, if you're going to trade or if you're going to cut them all together. All right, Matt. First one, Jahan Dotson through three weeks. Jahan Dotson wide receiver for the commanders has 10 catches for 83 yards. He's super talented, but can you really hold on to him anymore? I, I am. I, I, I have one league where we talked about this earlier in the podcast, right? I I have to cut a player to pick up a defense before this week. I'd love to package him in a deal because I think he still has some trade. Like he has some name value, trade value, he has potential. Um, And I don't want to just drop him to the waiver wire, but I think he's the guy who's going to go. If not, do you want me to tell you my other options to drop? Yes. And while you're clicking and looking that up, I just cut him this past week and to pick up Joshua Palmer from the Clippers just as a, a dart throw because of the Mike Williams injury. So who are the other players that you uh, opted to retain? Putable, I would say it's between Jahan Dotson, Rashawn Johnson and oh. Nico Collins. You got to keep Nico. You got to keep Nico. Yeah. I, I, I think I'm keeping Nico. The only Roshan. other option is Rashawn Johnson, who has shown that he is yes talented there despite the team's struggles. Yeah. I think you got to let him go. I think wide receivers are easier to replace than running backs. So, but you yeah. got to do it. Um, second one, Justin Fields. Probably spent a six rounder on him, that rushing ability. He's been not very good. As a decision maker, he holds the ball way too long, but he does run the ball still a little bit. He's averaging like 35 yards uh, rushing on the ground still, which in a four point like touchdown for the quarterback's league, that's like a bonus touchdown every week. Do you cut him? Because he's just going to tease you there sitting there. Depends on your league format. I feel like so many leagues have better streaming quarterback options and it's it's okay you took Justin. when, when did when was justin fields going in draft like a sixth rounder i think that's Fifth? pretty early <laughs> it's, yeah it's up there but uh at, at one point it might not be before before week four but at one point you might just say hey there are guys out there streaming that have higher season totals right now have better matchups why am i not taking the guy with a better matchup who's done more this year and there's nothing to say that it's changing in Chicago right now. So let's let's play the better matchup and let's stream. And guess what? Justin Fields will probably still be there if you want to pick him up next week. Yeah, yeah. Let it be someone else's problem if if they if he gets picked up. Last one, Traylon Burks, the Tennessee Titans. So far through three games, he's got six catches for 99 yards, but 70 of those yards came on one catch. So it's not been great. What do you do with Trey Lombards? That's a cut for me. Um, I've watched a decent amount of Titans games this year, unfortunately, and I don't need to keep saying it, but the O-line's not good. 
Tannehill isn't fast enough in decisions to make decisions with a bad O-line. And if he's putting the ball anywhere, it's going to be DeAndre Hopkins. Burks, yeah. he might get a couple deep shots or this or that. I'm I'm not starting him with confidence in a flex or anywhere. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want him on my team. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that says this is going to change there. Get All rid right. of him. So I'm going to toss uh, six different guys' names your way in a row. And this is not to cut. This is to... What would you do? Would you trade for or would you try to trade them away? Because they're kind of not confrontational. Um, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Not confrontational, but they're. Um, yeah, I don't think we're controversial. Get the word. Ah, that's the word. Thank you so much. <laughs> that's, why, that's why we call our listeners. Doesn't. All three of them were like Scre- controversial. They're, scr- <laughs> they're screaming at their. <laughs> I've had a few Chardonnays. What of it? So, first one: Are you trading for or trading away? Brees Hall, New York Jets running back. I guess you could also say just to hold or cut or the other options too, but. I'll tell you, I'm trading for Brees Hall. Right, I, I think, yeah, I mean, his trade value is low right now after not a great last week. I I saw the talent last year. I know he's talented. This team is the biggest question mark. Mm-hmm. I I wouldn't mind him on the coming to me side of a trade, but I mean, I, I, I'm going to be trying to price in that low value right now. I'll tell you that mm-hmm. much. I'm not overspending on him. Sure. Oh, no, that's what I mean. Yeah, for sure. Next one. Uh, we already talked about Derrick Henry enough, I think, um, earlier. So do you have anything else to say on Derrick Henry? He's going to be another one, but I'm fine either way. Let's move on. We already talked about Derrick yeah. Henry. Josh Jacobs. How do you feel about Josh Jacobs right now? I've been trying to trade for him, to be honest. I, I, I'm I, with like, you. I've always been a fanboy. I think he's talented, and I think it just it hasn't aligned yet, and it's going to align. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trading for this guy. Mm-hmm. Darren Waller tight end of the New York Giants because I I think I'm a hold. I have him in an important league of mine and I'm not trying to deal him, but I don't know how I feel yet. So I'm holding on to him. If anything, I think he's a trade for. I, you know, I've never been a, a Waller fanboy and I'm not trading for him. I'll say that much, but it's kind of just my, my bias. I don't think he's done anything to light the world on fire or like put it out. Like he's just right. He's he's kind of where I thought he'd be. Two more. Kyle Pitts, tight end, Atlanta Falcons. Endless talent. They just such inconsistency. I heard a rumor that he's going to possibly be a cowboy by the end of the year. If that happens, wheels up. But interesting. That would be I don't love him on this team. And I think Mm -hmm. he could be great somewhere else. Mm hmm. Oh, by the way, back to Derrick Henry, and I sent this to your uncle in a text. So, Kevin, if you're listening, you already heard this. But I think another big thing with Derrick Henry is he's going to be really, really good second half of the season when he plays for the Bills or the Browns. So this might be the time to get in on Derrick Henry before that trade eventually happens. Mm. Uh Mm -hmm. Uh Um, Last one, Joe Burrow. Can't get worse. Or are you out? If you had Joe I'm Burrow. Not out. I, I said it earlier, like mm-hmm. Joe Burrow's figured it out as the season goes on every year. And I still believe in the talent. And I think he's going to do that. They got a nice win last week. Let's let's keep the ramp up going, you know? Yup. All right. 
Now let's get into it, Matt. Flavors of the week for week four of the NFL season 2023. Give us your quarterback. My quarterback is old Proc Birdie. Mm. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like he's had such a solid year so far, and I think he's he's still flying under the radar. He just had his first 300 yard passing game. He's got a good matchup at home against Arizona this week. I'm not scared that Arizona pulled out a win last week against the Cowboys, whatever. But uh, I think this team is still a prime team to get thrown all over. And we're going to see Purdy hit over 300 again and get two TDs plus again. Mm-hmm. I think he's a solid play. And I'm, I'm actually, I picked him up and played him over Trevor Lawrence in a league. I guess I haven't officially played him yet, but he's slotted into play over him. And I feel good about it. I, you know, it's one of those last week in one league, I sat Trevor Lawrence to send a message, you know, sit on the bench a week, figure your shit out. And he didn't. So, you know what? I had Trevor Lawrence in two leagues. You know what? You're getting double bench now, bud. Figure it yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. He deserves it. He asked for it. I mean, he asked for it, man. My uh, flavor of the week. All right. Take a deep breath. You ready to hear these words come out of my mouth for the flavor of the week? It is Justin Fields, the guy that we just about talked about, whether or not he's going to be on your roster or not. I think he needs to be. Denver, uh, they are atrocious uh, defense. And if there's ever a game to get back into it, it's this one. So if you want to really be bold, I think this is your week with Justin Fields. So, But Danny, yeah, you yeah, just Scott. said he sucks. Hey, no, oh, no, no, no. Scott's here. <laughs> Scott, bro, bro, bro. You know what? To be fair, Scott might be in the waiting room of this podcast, and I have us <laughs> shrinked off to the side. No, he's not there. Um, yeah, I know that, but this is this is the week to shock everyone. Maybe in a DFS lineup, pop him in there. Maybe not in your <laughs> meaningful leagues, but all right, Matt, you're running back flavor of the week. My running back flavor of the week is Kenneth Walker. I like his matchup this week against the Giants. I I do not share Danny's love for the Giants. I don't think they are that good of a team. Okay, now hold on. (laughs) I think think he can run over. Kenneth Walker, after week one, you're like, oh, yeah, he's not going to be much this year, kind of what people thought. He has had more touches, I guess more rush attempts, I should say. I'll have to check the touches. More rush attempts, more rush yards in every week this year, and he's hit two TDs the last two weeks. The the guy's getting more and more involved. Uh, He's got more receiving yards every week of the year. He's just getting more involved in this offense, and I don't see it stopping here. I think this is a week where people are going to start to realize after his production, like, oh, shit, Kenneth Walker is back there in the RB1 mix, and nobody's considering him an RB1 right now. Yeah, that's a good pick there. Mine is DeAndre Swift. We kind of talked about him a minute ago. He looks so good, and he's playing against the Washington Commanders. I don't think it's going to take much for the Eagles to beat the Commanders this week. So you're going to see a lot of chunk plays from DeAndre Swift. He's got to be in your lineup. I mean, borderline RB1, I think, this week. No, Mm. solid RB1 this week. Not solid. Okay, low end. (laughs) No, he's going to be great. Pop them in your lineups. Matt, your wide receiver. Oh, speaking of Eagles, huh? 
Did I ruin it? Did I ruin it with my speaking of the Eagles with oh, your? Yeah, but I thought you had something to go into there. No, no, not okay. at all. <laughs> so AJ Brown is my wide receiver pick of the week, and I, I, I think he had a good week last week. Before that, he was really flying under the radar. It's like, oh my god, is this Philadelphia audit? Uh, Philadelphia offense just like so talented that the ball can go anywhere and it's not going to go to AJ Brown last week it went to AJ Brown and he had 14 targets nine receptions 131 yards this week they have Washington at home I think this train keeps rolling with AJ Brown so I know he's a stud in most people's lineups and it's not a surprise to have him as my flavor of the week but I just think it's a good week for him to keep this ball rolling and it's gonna happen Mine is, okay, another tough one. Zay Flowers against the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns have been one of the best, if not the best defense in the league. I get that. But with no Rashad Bateman, probably no Odell Beckham, Mark Andrews kind of pooping his pants, I think we're going to see a lot. I think they're going to unleash the Flowers uh, this week. You're going to see a lot of receptions. I like it. I think this is the start of the blast off for Zay Flowers. I, I I don't know why, but that's, you know what? My flavors of the week until this past week have been really crappy. So uh, let's keep that ball rolling. Your tight end flavor of the week, Matt. Tight end flavor of the week is Evan Ingram. Jags after a bad week against Houston. Um, they are coming at home. They're playing against Atlanta. Atlanta is not the toughest opponent in my book. They are not good against tight ends. And Ingram has been getting more and more involved as the season goes on quietly. He's had more receptions every week, five, six, seven, and more receiving yards, 40-something, 50-something, 60-something. Everything's ramping up. He's had eight targets the last two weeks. And what do I always say about tight ends, Danny? If they get the targets, then they're good to go. Yeah, and he hasn't found the end zone yet, but I think that happens. I think his involvement keeps increasing. Good matchup. Evan Ingram, I'm liking. Mm. And mine, the most confident I have is George Kittle against Arizona this week. Kind of goes along with Matt's Brock Purdy pick there, but this is a game that George Kittle is going to eat. I don't know if Debo is going to play. If he does, maybe in a limited capacity. I don't know if Ayuk's going to play. If so, in limited capacity, that means it's going to be the George Kittle show against an Arizona defense. I am going to guarantee a touchdown, just like I did last week with Isaiah Pacheco, and Matt took me up on it, and Matt lost the bet. Yeah, because he got one. So, Kittle, he's going to be amazing this week. So, there you go. Flavor of the week is over. Let's get into our survivor picks, Matt. You ready? I'm ready. So, this is the lineup this week. <clears throat> Lions and Packers are playing right now. So you can't pick them. But it looks like the Lions are going to be okay. So, rest of the week. The Falcons and Jaguars play. Jaguars are three-point favorites in and a foggy old London, Matt. So this is your reminder. 8.30 a.m. kickoff for the Falcons and Jaguars this week. So get your shit together. Oh, I'll for- forget about that. Yeah, for your lineup. Oh, and did we not mentioned the Toy Story games. Yeah. So is it so it's gonna be played in Andy's room? I know that. But what's what is this? 
<laughs> I, I think they must just have like chips on all the players and they're just gonna like move around like toys oh it's gonna be so them. amazing oh my god yeah i'm into that right away anyway I mentioned there's a chip in the ball too to track if, if it's gonna all be translated live unless there's just like a shitload of cameras on the field and like ai inter i don't know this it's is gonna yeah different if you can do a live version of the game via Toy Story characters, you can put a chip in the ball and know where the fucking first down marker is. Exactly. <laughs> or use whatever the fuck AI you have to do this and know where the ball's at. Oh my God, why are we... No, we're just going to have Steve spot it. <laughs> just run his ass up there. Can't breathe. Oh yeah, it's for first down. Um. Anyway, Bengals are two-point favorites at the Titans. Dolphins at the Bills. That game, dude. Dolphins at Bills. Bills are two and a half point favorites right now. Fun one to watch. That's going to be crazy. That's going to be really, really fun. Speaking of really, really fun games, Broncos are three and a half point favorites at the Bears in the game that everybody wants to see. Grody. Ravens at Browns. Browns are three point favorites. Steelers are three point favorites at Texans. Vikings are four-point favorites at the Panthers. Rams and Colts, even. Bucks at Saints. Saints are three-point favorites. Commanders at Eagles, minus eight. Raiders at Chargers, minus five and a half. Patriots at Cowboys, minus six and a half. Cardinals at 49ers, minus 14. Woo! Chiefs, minus nine and a half against the Jets. And Seahawks and Giants are even split. So... So far, Matt is minus one through three weeks. Scott really is not tearing it up. Scott is plus one through three weeks, and I am absolutely even. Just got all my survivors, missed all my underdogs. So survivors, Matt. This is why Scott isn't here. He's like, I don't want to make a pick. I don't want to mess this up. I'm winning. I, I feel like if I just avoid the podcast, they can't say I'm not still winning, right? Yeah, that's that's the spirit. Yes, you give your survivor though, and I think you're gonna be okay on this one. Survivor, I I'm I'm losing. I need a win here. I'm gonna go with the big fourteen burger favorite 49ers at home against the Cardinals again. Cardinals <laughs> pulled one out, but I don't think they're gonna have any trouble in San Francisco. Or- yeah, San Francisco. Yeah, no way. That's, yeah. I'm going to take the Minnesota Vikings, the 0-3 Vikings. What? At the Panthers. They're the road. So what I've done so far is I've gone Ravens, Bills, and Chiefs, the big wigs, and I've gotten them. And I was going to go Eagles, but I'm looking at Scott over there and his survivors. He's winning, and his survivors were the Jags, Bucks, and Seahawks. He is in a great place. Hey, I also picked the Jags one week. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. But I need to conserve, I think, the Eagles, maybe. So I'll take the Vikings against the Panthers. I'm scared. I'm really scared now, but that's what I'm going to do. Your underdog, Matt, for this week. My underdog is the Ravens. And... I'm just not sold on the Browns. Yeah, they they beat the Titans and look good doing it, but they were the Titans, and I'm not sold on them at all. You guys have Hmm. heard. Ravens, I think, are are putting together a little bit more as the season goes on, and I think they're still going to be a solid team. I don't... 
Mm-hmm. I don't see them just getting trounced by the Browns here by any means. I can see the Ravens having a good day of this. That's good. That's good. Okay. Uh, my underdog team is the Houston Texans. Apparently, I'm just going to go all AFC South on my underdogs and miss every single week. I went Titans, Jags, Titans, and now Texans. Texans are three-point dogs at home to the Pittsburgh Steelers, who I think the Texans are could be something on offense, and I'm not totally sold on the Steelers, on the Steelers offense, even though the Texans' defense sucks. We'll see what happens here. I'll take the Texans. You kind of hate it, but what are you going to do? Yeah. Right. I, I thought about it for a minute. I still kind of hate it, though. <laughs> because you didn't do it and I did. Is that why you hated it? But that's fine, which is fine. So here we go into the, the, the big money here. The weekly draft. Final segment. So week three. Results are in. Matt destroyed us. In week three, just a real, real beat sesh. I lost again. That's two in a row. So I'm thrilled to to see that. I've got my room temp beer here. Um, So I'll be chugging this as you talk through some of your picks. We we drew for order. So Scott will make his four picks when we're done because he didn't make it to the show. That's how that goes. Matt gets to go first, and then we snake it back and forth. So, Matt, if you have had time to uh, to go over what you're going to do, then give us your first pick. Ooh, At, my well, first pick. Danny, are you done uh, chugging your beer yet? Uh, I was hoping he would forget, but go ahead. <laughs> um, My first pick... Uh-huh. Is Ooh. going to be oh, my flavor of the week running back, Ken Walker. Ken motherfucking Walker. Ooh. Did you double check that you haven't picked him? Doesn't look like I have. Is it because of me showing you over on the side of our show, Doc? Just to because you and Scott screwed up so bad in week two. <laughs> Do you remember week two? When you guys both picked a player that he would you just like, pick in week one. Let's, let's not worry about the past. Andy. Let's not let's not dredge up the past, okay? How about moving forward? All right. So I will take... So I got back-to-back picks here. I'm going to take a stack. I'm going to stack it up. I'm going to stack it up. Stack and my stack is going to be Jalen Hurts at quarterback. And Devontae Smith at uh, whatever position he plays, uh, wide receiver. And the reason is, A.J. Brown went nuts last week. Devontae Smith did not. I think we're going to get a good old-fashioned back and forth here. Good old-fashioned back and forth here. Wow, that's not... I don't sound like that at all. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you do. All right, my picks are going to be... I guess it doesn't really matter the order, but I'm going to go with Joe Burrow because he's playing the Titans. Oh, the old Bo Jero over there. Huh? I'm going to fire it out. I think he's going to figure it out this week. Let's do Ooh, it. You're going to pair him with Chase. Oh, baby girl. 
I am not. My next pick, I don't think I'm stacking this week, which is fun, but I'm going to go with James Cook. Oh, I had him on my short list. I had him on my short list. He's been getting the volume, and he almost hit 100 yards. He had over 100 total yards last week and uh, over 100 yards a week before. It's a good matchup against Miami. The weird thing here is I can see this being a shootout, but he's involved. That benefits James Cook because he gets involved in the passing game. Yeah, Yeah. so um, I'm going to take him in my flex. I don't think you're stupid at all. Thanks. I'm going to take... Kyron Williams. Well, that's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Against the Colts, he's the running back for the Rams. He gets all the work there. I'm going to take him while he still gets all the work, just in case. I don't know. It doesn't happen. And so for my flex, I'm going to take, this is the fourth week in a row. I'm going to take a tight end here. I know I don't have to, but at this point, I'm just going to keep doing it. And it's going to be George Kittle. Neat. I I hope that, next week is Laporta. I really hope so. I promise you, barring injury, I promise you, I will be taking Laporta sometime because he <laughs> I is. You're gonna say next week? I was like, I don't even know the matchup yet. <laughs> I, I I don't care what it is. I'll take him during a bye week. I just love him so. <laughs> so you can uh, oh, is it is your last one one more pick? I do have one more pick, and this one I think I'm gonna go. Deep with just uh, you gotta hot. do it sometimes. You gotta do it sometimes. Yeah, he's hot. I picked him up in a league, and I'm happy about it. I want to see him continue it on. Tank Dell with the Houston Texans. Danny's underdog pick of the week. Mm-hmm. They're playing at home against Pittsburgh, who is not that great against the pass. And That's a winnable game for the Texans. I have at least two shares of Nico Collins, and I have a share of Tank Dell, but I think. I kind of I'm holding on to both. I have high hopes for both of them. I don't know if this offense can sustain two startable wide receivers, but I hope so. So historically, the answer with a rookie quarterback is generally no. But who's to say that Nico Collins has to be? Oh, you have one of each. You need both. Well, in like fantasy leagues, and yeah, I mean this week in the weekly draft, like let's just make it a tank week, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. We all yeah. like Tank Bigsby, and we weren't talking about Tank Dell. Still great nicknames either way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, what do you think mm-hmm. Tank Dell's actual first name is? I was just about to ask you, what Google do you it. think Tank Bigsby's uh, name is? So you tell me. Okay, I got Bigsby. I asked you first, so you got to tell me what Tank Dell's first name is. Uh, Theodore. Nathaniel. <laughs> Oh, okay. I I will say it. That's a little close, like a normal <laughs> old name. So, what do There's you think? There's a T and an H in both. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think Tank Bigsby's real first name is? I think we did this on a previous episode, and probably for life of me, I can't even remember. Um, I think you'll remember. I don't remember this, but I think I'll know right away if you do. His real first name is Cartavius. Have we said that on air ever? Tank Bigsby is way better than Cartavius Bigsby. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> what kind there's, of Google are you working over there, bud? There's uh, the standard Wikipedia. <laughs> Your run-of-the-mill Wikipedia. I don't know if there's more of a badass name than Cartavius, to be just frank. 
but uh, Tank is a is badass name. So that's it. That's our show this week, week four, up and coming. Hopefully, you guys are still involved in your leagues. Um, yeah, we'll I, have Scott fill out his lineup for the weekly draft later. He'll tweet it out to all of you guys individually. Don't worry. I don't think Scott knows how to get to tweet to Twitter. <laughs> Sorry, to X. <laughs> To X, he's gonna he's gonna X blast. <laughs> that sounds sexy as hell. Well, thanks for sticking around, Matt. Why don't you uh, X blast us out of here? Remember, have fun with it.